Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamis World. Welcome to episode 105. We have a special guest in here, non-profit expert, you know what I'm saying? Black girl in tech, you know what I'm saying? We got straight out of Fort Worth, Texas, Houston, Texas, you know, all, all Texas. She's from Houston, but she out in Fort Worth right now. We got Mrs. Renika Atkinson here. How you doing, man? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Oh, man, the energy is already here. The energy is always here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? You say, how you doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> hey, all good, all good, all good. Hey, you know, we got the little intros out the way. You know, we got you know, to get into the... Okay, you got a little wine. That's cool. Let me grab my, wine. I gotta grab my cup and then we can. I got the old, what you call it, Miss Atkins? It's the Scotto. Got the Scotto. <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta say Scotto. Scotto. There That's you it. go. Hey. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The Scotto. The Scotto. Oh, wait. We can't How they say it? It's the Scotto okay. for me. It's the Scotto for me. All right. I have my, I have my drink prepared. It, prepared it. What you got over there? Oh. I, I got uh, I got that I got that drink. <laughs> you got that drink in, in his cup. <laughs> I, got that, I got that drink. It's a knife. Ooh. The knife drink. Yeah, I got that knife drink. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Renee. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, what, what you want to do? A cheers to? Um, let's do cheers to all the black nonprofits and their success. Yay! Oh, yeah. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> 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 Mm. Ooh, ooh. <sighs> I'm gonna make the face for you. <laughs> okay. You ready for a little trivia? What's up? Yeah, sock it to me. Sock it to me. All right. Who won Best New Hip Hop Artist at the 2021 Grammys? Was it Meg the Stallion? <laughs> I didn't even watch. I just knew she was something. <laughs> hey, you was you was right on point with that. Right on point. On point. Yes. Ooh. All right. Oh, the Meg on. Got that on the first try. I use. I don't want to do another one. But I want to do another one. Do it. All right. Okay. How many? How many eggs come in a baker's dozen? In a baker's dozen? Yeah, a baker's dozen. A dozen? <laughs> you didn't have to push that one. You said no. You didn't even have to do that. You didn't even have to do that. <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to make you feel even better. Okay. Round of applause. 
It's 13, though. Look, go, go in your room, girl. <laughs> Got my, how you going to embarrass me in front of my baby? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are, what are three things people may not know about you? Um, let's see. Um, I'm actually a very reserved person, believe it or not, even though I have a lot of energy. I like to kick back and chill. Um, what else? Um, I I can sing, but I'm not singing for you all today. That's not that that wasn't on the that wasn't on the roster. Oh man, um, on the and what else? Well, I, I always tell people that I was former foster youth. So, a lot, but a lot of people may not know that up front. But yeah, I was former foster youth. Former foster youth, you can sing yeah. and you reserved. I'm a reserved person. So, do you consider yourself an introvert? A little bit, yeah, at times. So, how does that work when you're doing public speaking? Do you become an extrovert all of a sudden? No, actually, I'll be up there. I'll be nervous. I'll be real nervous. But you know how people when I get nervous, I start talking like real high and real loud. <laughs> and that's work for me. <laughs> so I just use that. <laughs> Are you nervous right now? No, no. I'm just talking real high and real loud. I, you know, I had a glass of wine before we started. So, yeah. <laughs> you had that old Got <laughs> it's a rare one. <laughs> yeah. right. Hey, shout out to K. Antoinette, the blogger, Dino Taylor, Latrice Rainer. Oh, man, K. Antoinette in here. And look, it's the night that I don't have my I build shit mug. I deal shit? I build shit. Oh, my bad. My bad. I build shit. Yeah. Yeah. I usually drink out my I Bill shit mug, you know. It's Bill Futures. Facts. Shout out to Blackout Sessions as well. Make sure y'all tap in. Put your, put your website in the comments. We can put that on the screen. But anywho, what was it like growing up in Houston? Yeah, in the H town, in the H. It was dope. Like, I had to leave Houston to appreciate Houston. Mm. All of the good food. All of the good people, all the good spots. I'm from Missouri City. My family's like from Third Ward and uh, Sunnyside. So we was real close, like on the weekends, just going to chill at like our Amy house, our grandma house and stuff like that. You know, I really, I, I appreciate it once I moved away and start living up here. <laughs> <laughs> which, one of your, which one of your uncles? Had the grill master sandals because if y'all was spending all that family time, I know y'all had the cookouts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here to report it was not my uncle, no, it was my daddy. Your daddy, my daddy. Oh man, he had the, the black leather sandals on on the grill with the, with the short little cigarette in his mouth. You wondering when it's gonna go out and it's just flapping. <laughs> <flapping. laughs> but the food was on point, though, right? Oh, you know, it was on point. Okay. You know it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. <laughs> so would you say your upbringing was uh, really family oriented? 
Yeah, it was real family oriented, even to the point to when I got older, I was like, oh, I got to get away from here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one in my family that like live away from Houston, like all my family stay by each other in Houston. And I'm the only one that lived away, went away to school. So, yeah, yeah, we real close. (laughs) Oh, really? Family. Family, family matters. You know what I'm saying. We had an episode called Family Matters, but was we talking about family matters or family matters? Because <laughs> family, family matters, and then you handle family matters. Matters, right? Yeah. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, what what made you what led to your migration north in the DFW area, Fort Worth, to be exact? Yeah, I started off at Texas A&M when I was in school, and then I transferred to Texas Women's up here in Denton. And then I just kind of stayed. I stayed. I had got a job, and then that job didn't work out. So then I traveled. (laughs) Me and my baby was traveling. We were staying out in Philly, and then I went to Boston, and then I came back home, and I was like, I'm about to buy a house. I was like, I'm going to buy a house in Fort Worth. (laughs) So... I ended up in Fort Worth, got a job out here in Fort Worth, everything. Well, you know, they say uh, where you attend college is most likely where you're going to move. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that because I was like, I don't want to be up here. But I ended up staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you said that you were the first, uh, as we would like to say, and Miss K. Antoinette would say, a trailblazer. Um, um, what what kind of pressure did that put on you and how did you overcome it? Uh, man, did it put on me? It, what is putting on me currently? <laughs> you, know how, you know how we are when we go out to college, they be like, oh, you act like you, you act like you're somebody now, huh? Can't call nobody no more, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of pressure and it was a lot like, I don't know at what point my family just kind of let it go. Cause every time they would talk to me, every conversation would be, now, you know, you can come home, right? You could just come on home that we don't care. It's all right. You gave it a good try. And I'd be like, I didn't even say I was quitting. (laughs) 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 So you kind of felt like they, uh, they kind of set the expectation standard low for you. Like was trying yeah. to kind of convince you to just come on, give it up. Yeah, they really, especially, especially when I got pregnant, my mom was like, you can just come here. We will take care of you. Don't worry. You could just have a baby. You ain't got to work. And I was mm. like, what kind of work? who has a baby and don't work? No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know your mom was probably like all over the place at that point in your life. Cause... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It was, it was, I I had gotten pregnant. Okay, y'all don't do the math. I had gotten pregnant the summer <laughs> after I graduated. That's when I found out I was pregnant. And I I had originally planned to uh, move. I was going to like pack my stuff up, put it in storage and go live on the East Coast and just work. Hey. Go get my masses on the East Coast. I was just going to do it. And child, that test came back positive and I was like, well, I don't know where you think you're going. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stay here so I stayed I did I stayed and everybody 
was like, I'm I'm being a little open with y'all today. I feel like I can. Everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, well, you should just marry, you know, my daughter Tala. I was like, uh, no, I, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't, I know I'm pregnant, but I, I don't feel that. Those not them type of hormones. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, the marriage hormones. No, I don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed, though. I stayed and um, I had moved out. Well, we broke up. Terrible breakup. We broke up and I remember it was me and my daughter. I had my nonprofit at that point. But child, listen, I don't know why broke people try to start nonprofits. <laughs> You you need the nonprofit yourself. <laughs> you know, I was on full sale talking about, oh, I'm gonna go help somebody. How? 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 <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, I was in social work. I was working in social work and going to school for my master's in social work. And then working in social work was just not working because it was no money. <laughs> And then I got the opportunity to go into healthcare IT. So I was like, yeah. And I remember my best friend, I had called. I was like, hey, I'm about to go do this interview for this job. It's an IT job. And she was like, it's an IT job. <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl, yeah, I'm going to do it. She's like, Monica, what you know about IT? I was like, girl, I'm smart. I- okay, listen, I got this. And sure enough, I got the job and I've been rocking in IT for about five or six years now. Carol, I'm so smart. IT spell it. (laughs) That's what I know about IT. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, boom. (laughs) In the IT world, got, got certificates and everything. Okay. Certified. Yes. So, how did you initially get into nonprofit coaching? Child, listen, let me take a sip. Mm. (laughs) I got into nonprofit coaching because I was scammed. Mm. I was scammed. Yeah, let's we gotta talk about the scam. Yeah, we gotta we gotta rewind that back. We gotta talk about that. Y'all, all y'all listening, watching. Okay, listen. I started my nonprofit. For this. <laughs> I started my nonprofit. It was going good. Cute little nonprofit, you know. I wasn't 501c3 yet, but I, I had it all registered and everything. I figured that part out pretty fine. And then I was like talking, telling people I have a nonprofit. They was like, oh, you should get a grant writer. Oh, okay. Okay, I get a grant writer. You know, my Dizzy behind. So I found this grant writer. I think I found her on Indeed. Indeed. For real. (laughs) (laughs) I interviewed her. I interviewed her. And I remember she looked real good on paper. Looking back, y'all. I should have won my first mind because I told her to send me a writing sample and she spelt a couple of words wrong. That was that was the first red flag that I did not take. But you didn't ignore, you ignored that red flag. Okay, I was like, oh, that's okay, girl. Your fingers got crossed up. That's why. <laughs> you was cramping. You was typing so hard. Yeah, you was <laughs> typing so hard. You were so eager for the job. 
So I ended up hiring her. We was working together for like uh, about almost a half a year to a year. And it was this big old grant from on Grants.gov from the federal government. It was for youth um, mentoring them for sexual risk avoidance. And I remember it was a huge, huge grant. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. The grant was for $900,000. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. And remind, now, this is the girl who was on food stamps and trying to figure out what she was going to do for her baby. OK, so boom. So I was like, okay, we're going to write this grant. So I started sending her stuff, like what to put in the grant. She started putting up this beautiful budget. It was going good, right? It was going real, real, real too good. Too good. To be true. <laughs> to be true. To be true. She was like, yeah, we're going to get this grant. We're going to get this grant. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm listening to everything she's telling me to do. Child, the day that the grant was due, I went over to her apartment. I'm sitting there. She was like, "Oh, um, we need we need the Sam number." I was like, "Oh, okay, let me call Sam and them, and you know, get the number." She was like, "Yeah, call call them. Um, I think they they give it to you over the phone." I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, all right, all right." So I called them. Who is Sam? And what is Sam? So the SAM number is what comes after the done number. It's a system awards management number that you get from the federal government in order to bid on contracts and grants. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you just call up Sam. It was Sam. So Uncle Sam. OK, <laughs> they give you the number. You straight. I called that lady. And she was like, oh, OK, let me look you up in the system. I was like, yeah, I'm calling for my SAM number. She was like, oh, okay, let me look you up in the system. What's your name? Renika. What's the name of the organization? Resources Inspiring Success and Empowering. Oh, okay, okay. She's like, what's the name of the organization? Resources Inspiring Success and Empowering. R-E-S-O. I know how to spell it, but I don't see you in our system. I say, ma'am, you don't see me. What you mean you don't see me? You should see me. I have a duns. Like, I'm registered. What's going on? And she was like, no, ma'am. After you get your duns, you have to apply for the SAM. And it can take, like, over two weeks. And I was like, girl, this grant due today, though, like, in two hours. And she was like, well, is somebody helping you write the grant? I say, yeah, I have a grant writer. And she was like, Oh, yo, if if um your grant writer ever wrote a federal grant and knew how to write grants, she would know that you need a SAM number. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I was like, oh <laughs> so the grant writer was on the computer still going, like typing shit wrong and everything. She was still going because <laughs> she couldn't hear the conversation. <laughs> and so I hung up the phone with the lady and I was like, hey. I don't have a SAM number. And she was like, okay, girl, what you mean? Okay, no, I can't apply. You can't even submit an application on grants.gov unless you have a SAM registration. And she was like, so we can't submit this application? Oh, explicit word? You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) You can say this. Listen, 
listen, we bold, boisterous, and blunt. We want the explicit version of here. We want to know what you said. We want to know verbatim. We want to know what you said verbatim. Verbatim. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, so we can't apply without the Sam? Bitch. <laughs> hey, you see what you Tisha said? Right. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to just get my stuff and I'm going to go. I'm going to just go. And she was like, yeah, I think that's best. And I was like, I want to tell this lady house up. I want to tell this lady house up. Her child is in the next room. I don't want to tell this lady house up. So I got my stuff. I was coming down the stairs. All I remember was the lady on the phone saying, if you hired a grant writer, the grant writer should have known that you had needed a SAM number. That's all I remember. And I got in the car and I remember, oh, y'all, I was sitting out in front of her house. I think she may have thought I was trying to reach for something under my seat and come back up there. Because I sat outside in front of her house for so long and I cried my eyes out. Cried, 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 cried. And then I remember afterwards, I politely told her, look, listen, I have no doubt. (laughs) I do have doubt. But to be professional, I have no doubt that you are a very capable person, but we just, it's just not working. We can't work together. This helper gonna send me the contract that we signed saying, oh, well, you signed this contract. You owe me $5,000. Bitch, where? Where am I get $5,000 from? You can't write the grant. We can't write the grant. We can't submit it. And so I ended up getting a lawyer. I had to get a whole lawyer, hire a lawyer to just sit back and forth, go back and forth with her with letters to tell her that I don't owe her anything. I actually ended up, I I paid her over $3,000 while we were in that whole process. And that should have covered whatever she felt like she was owed, especially because she didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Mm-hmm. So after all that happened, people would ask me how to start a nonprofit. They would ask me to write grants. They would, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to just tell y'all how I really go out here in the streets. If you're a startup nonprofit, you're not ready for grants. You're not ready for grants. Don't go hire a grant writer. Do not do that. You better off spending your money actually doing something in the community. Because you hire a grant writer and they tell you they can write these grants. You don't have nothing. You don't have a program design. You don't have a budget. You don't even know who you're going to serve. They're going to take your money. They're going to watch you spin your wheels and take your money. They're going to spin your cash while you spin your wheels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how. That's the long explanation of how I got into nonprofit coaching because I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> you you said uh you said you you found her on Indeed. Indeed. I'm gonna tell you, I sent my resume to Indeed and got a a job offer to be a pastor. <laughs> listen, listen. Indeed, Indeed will have you out here uh building bridges. And you can't even connect Legos, okay? <laughs> They wanted me to be a. They wanted me to be a pastor. (laughs) Who gonna gonna come to that church? That's my question. Who gonna come to that church? (laughs) I will be open now. (laughs) Sitting on the pastor, go pastor, go ahead. (laughs) 
We coming from the book of Scato today. <laughs> the, book, the book of Scato. <laughs> so uh my question uh, more serious question uh what did you learn from that experience as far as going through the scam yeah what i learned was i kind of put myself in her shoes in her shoes as a scammer or as somebody who's just trying to make money that was the perfect setup right to find somebody that don't know the process and to basically just drain them while they try to figure out the process. That's the perfect setup, you know? Benefit of doubt, she didn't, it wasn't her job to teach me the process, right? So from that, I learned that whatever I do, I have to at least know the process. Even if I'm gonna hire somebody to do it, I need to know what they're going to do. You know, that's just like me taking my car to the mechanic and being like, it's broke, fix it. And then he like, oh, you need a carburetor, you need a new engine, you need a new this. You know, <laughs> my daddy taught me like, at least know the problem or be able to know what he's talking about or you're gonna get got. <laughs> For sure. You're gonna get Jude finessed. Okay, easily. They gonna they gonna talk fast. Yeah, you need a carburetor, accelerator. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh yeah, well oh, let's yeah. get that. Okay, <laughs> and then they gonna slow down when it comes to the money. Uh well, you know the labor. That that that's gonna be about that's gonna be about uh raw uh, <laughs> like fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. I just need you to change the battery. <laughs> um. <laughs> Talking fast all this time. Now you got to go consult with the stars on what the number's going to be because you're trying oh. to scam me. America's yeah. Man. Hey, shout out to everybody here in the comments. Make sure you yes. share. Yes. Hey, Trina. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the damn YouTube channel. Subscribe to Renika's YouTube channel, too. Yeah, yeah. Hit that share button for yes. us. Man. Love the whole energy of the show. Listen, people, y'all are real interactive tonight. And this Renika, you on here with some good energy. I'm loving the energy. <laughs> you, might be a star. you might need to have a podcast. I don't know. You might. Ooh, I mm -hmm. might. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get tired of me. They'll be like, who this girl yelling again? <laughs> really? Now you get that Scotto. Scotto. They'll, they'll be there with you. They'll be there, <laughs> they'll be there with you. <laughs> oh. Say bring her back. Oh, thank you, Tisha. <laughs> For the listeners and the viewers, what are three myths about nonprofits? Oh, well, the number one myth is that nonprofits don't make money. There is no profit in a nonprofit. That is the largest myth known to man. <laughs> Another myth is that you can't get paid in your nonprofit. That's not true. There's certain ways that you, if you structure your nonprofit the correct way, you are able to get paid in your nonprofit, but you can't be out here trying to split up the profits and stuff like that. 
And then I think another myth of nonprofits is that you only get grants. Biggest lie. Nonprofits can own stock. Nonprofits mm. can have for profit. Nonprofits can own cars and, and houses. Nonprofits like real property. Nonprofits can make money. Nonprofits can own a for profit business. Now, of course, you can get donations, sponsorships, and all that. Nonprofits can also do contracting and government contracting. So nonprofits can do pretty much everything a for-profit does. The only difference is you don't take the money and split it up amongst you and your board members. <laughs> the money goes back into the organization. Gems. Yeah. Gems. <laughs> I got to get the applause because. Oh, yeah. My mom had a nonprofit. So uh, there's some definitely some gems because I, I was under the impression when I first learned about nonprofit is that she wanted me to work for her nonprofit. Uh-huh. You know, it's like it's nonprofit. What, what you want me to do? Give you some free labor? No. <laughs> you, 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 my mama, and I love you to death. But I don't know about this uh, free labor. <laughs> oh no! Listen, I ain't know about that free labor. But yeah, uh, I was able to get paid working for a nonprofit. So yeah. definitely, definitely gems, gems being dropped. So. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would just gear it toward kind of the same direction, but just a little different. We had like the Y in the road with some some facts that people may not know, like some minor facts that people skip over about nonprofits. Um. Oh, one of them is you don't have to be 501c3. Mm. Like that's a tax exempt status. Um, It's good to be tax exempt, but a lot of people don't go for 501c3. What they will do is attach themselves to an organization that has a 501c3 and kind of ride it like that because they feel like they don't want to take care of like the paperwork or the tax returns that you have to do every year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something else that people usually skip over? Child, they usually skip over actually having a problem to solve. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to none, of my, to none of the people that I work with, you know, no shade to none of my clients or anything. But so many, uh, so many people get on the call with me and they'll be like, oh, you know, we started out giving out um, hats and scarves and now we want to be a nonprofit. And I'm like, <laughs> if you just. <laughs> people need to cover their head and their necks in the world. <laughs> you know, because the, they coming for your neck. OK, that's the problem. OK, they coming for your necks out here. And I'm like, you have to have something bigger than that. You have to be actually solving a problem. Are you taking care of childhood hunger? Are you going to keep the kids from dropping out of college? What is the purpose behind your nonprofit? Because if you just want to give away stuff for free and do free stuff, baby, you could do that and not even get all off into this nonprofit world. You could just do that on your free time. (laughs) You know? And they'll have some big people behind them. Like I met people that be like, yeah, the universities got me coming in. The hospitals got me coming in. And I'm just trying to figure out how to make money. 
<laughs> Charge them. <laughs> they got it. Well, they just, you know, they just needed my help. It's a university. You're a single mom. They got it. I'm a nonprofit, though. I can't make money off that. No, you charge them. <laughs> I always tell people, charge the institutions. Don't charge the client. You don't charge the people that you're helping. You don't charge, you know, some people do charge the people that they're helping. But you don't charge them. You charge the universities. You charge the hospitals. You charge the schools, the school districts. Charge them. Don't be going around there to that school doing nothing for free. They got the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got it. Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Okay. <laughs> so, at that school, go tell them to pay you. <laughs> on phone now. That's on phone now. Okay. <laughs> Ew. You mentioned you mentioned plenty of myths about nonprofits. I don't like that. You dropping you dropping knowledge for the listeners and the viewers out there. You know what I'm Listen, y'all gotta know. Y'all gotta know. Charge these people. <laughs> and you being bold, boisterous, and blunt. That's what we expect from our guests. And you bringing that for sure. Listen, bringing that energy. I can't give it no other type of way because people be trying to play around it. Well, you got to meet these key measurements and metrics and indexes of your... No, charge them. Get your money. <laughs> you know, when you said that, you know, that remind me of... I know y'all don't saw the J.G. Whitworth commercial. Oh, God. You need your money. Get your money now. <laughs> I need my money. I need my money. It's my money. Okay? I need my money and I need it now. now. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. Charge them. Hmm. I'm gonna make a shirt. Charge them. Don't <laughs> yeah. ask me no more. <laughs> Listen, when, when, when you make it, let us know so I can uh have them show. Right. I here. sure will. Charge them. <laughs> okay, charge them. How do I make money in my business? Charge them. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, how you think is you think you can relate your Life in social work is a master's, master's social work with your nonprofit endeavors. Absolutely. Um, I got most of my experience from being a social worker and working at other nonprofits and getting to see how they function, getting to see what their systems are, getting to see what forms they use, looking up the forms they use, copying the forms they use. <laughs> Ain't no need to reinvent the wheel. Ain't Her no baby. need. Listen, okay, I, these non-profit, nonprofits are a publicly owned entity. Nobody owns a nonprofit. It belongs to the public. So if you walk into a nonprofit and or their administrative office and you say, hey, let me see your financials. Hey, let me see your budget. Hey, let me see your bylaws. Hey, let me see your meeting minutes. They are technically supposed to let you see that information. That information is public knowledge. You can look, you, you, you usually are able to look it up online if they have an online presence. So nonprofits belong to the streets. To the streets. We for the streets out here. <laughs> the nonprofits for the streets. Renika's not for the streets. <laughs> I gotta tell people that. I gotta tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take you to get this amount of knowledge you have today on nonprofits? How long you think it took? 
It took me about five years, as long as I've been running my nonprofit. It took me about five years um, doing other stuff for other people. I started off consulting for other nonprofits. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to consult for other nonprofits. And then I got, I just really got tired of it, you know, because when you consult, sometimes they think that you're an employee. And it's like, I'm not an employee. <laughs> I'm a contractor. And y'all gonna do this work when I leave. I'm not on here forever. <laughs> and sometimes I didn't like the tone that people take with you when you trying to help them, you know? So I was like, I'm just gonna go do, do this for my own nonprofit. So, yeah. Okay. So speaking of your own nonprofit, can we talk a little bit about your nonprofit pitch giveaway? Yes. So on Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., I'm in Clubhouse through the Recession Proof Room. Y'all be sure to tap in. This Thursday at 7 p.m., we are doing our nonprofit pitch giveaway. Y'all, it didn't, it didn't grow legs. Like the first one we did a month ago, I just jumped out there and said I was going to do it. I was like, listen, I got it to give. We're going to get these nonprofits on here. Y'all going to pitch and you're going to win a grant. When I opened up the room, Travis, the founder of Recession Proof, came on stage and he was like, I'm going to match your grant. So it's going to be two winners, right? I was like, oh, okay. And then so four people came up, two people won. I felt kind of bad for the other two people because they were really good. <laughs> so I ended up also giving them a grant as well. Well, since we've done that, we've gotten more business owners involved to give grants as well. So this Thursday, tomorrow at 7 p.m., we are doing our nonprofit pitch competition. You don't have to be tax exempt. You don't have to be a 501c3. You can come on stage and pitch your nonprofit for a chance to win a grant. That's major right there, man. Shout out the Recession Proof Room. Yes. Shout gang out gang. what you're doing, man. Listen, it's collaboration over competition. For hey, real. that's my girl Chastity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Shout out to the Claire Marketing. <laughs> show for show. Yeah. Marketing for show. You know, we tapped in and we know you tapped in. Yes. I love it. Miss Latrice said, can you uh, give that clubhouse information out one more time for Miss Latrice? Yeah, so the clubhouse room is recession proof. You can look me up on there at fund with Renika or just Renika Atkins, my name. It's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time um, on Thursdays. Every I go live on in there every Thursday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. But this Thursday, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we're having our pitch competition. Oh, we. Hi, Patrice, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you see ya. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you come on stage. Don't just show up to listen. Come on stage and pitch. Raise that hand in the room. Yes. Raise that hand. Yes, yes, yes. Nonprofit, nonprofit pitch giveaway. What else you got coming up? You got that fun down loud workshop, don't you? Yeah, so on 
Friday, I got, oh, I got four seats left in my Fund Out Loud workshop. It's going to be at um, 7.30 Central Standard Time. It's a live workshop, y'all. We're going to go over my top 10 funding sources. And I'm actually going to pull people up from the audience like I'm in Clubhouse. Lord, we're going to be on Zoom. I'm going <laughs> to let you go off mute. <laughs> I'm going to let you go off mute, and we're going to actually apply for some grants and some funding right on the spot for you, as long as you got everything together. I ain't going to be just putting you out there. But you can definitely tap in. The link is in my Instagram bio. You can get your ticket. I have a promotion going on. I didn't meet y'all in Clubhouse, but that's all right. Y'all see me right now. The coupon code is Clubhouse, so you can get a very good complimentary coupon for the class. Hey, coupon gives you a coupon. Coupon. Yes. And that is March 26th at what time? It is going to be 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Already. They can purchase tickets at AtkinsPowerhouse.com. They sure can. Or the link in my bio on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. For all the live listeners that's in here, her website and IG is scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Oh so be sure to copy that <laughs> and get linked in. Yeah, yeah. If it's moving too fast, that means you just reading it too slow. Drink, look, drink some drink some Scotto and it'll it'll slow down. Scotto. <laughs> I swear I'm looking at it now. It's like <laughs> 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 I mean, nonprofits. Did you say you have? I only have one nonprofit organization. You got one. So you got mm-hmm. one. And that's for the streets. <laughs> yeah, that one's for the streets. <laughs> I should stop saying that. Because <laughs> listen, I work with youth and young adults that age out of the foster care system, and they they are um they are experiencing homelessness, so they really are on the streets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, these kids are out here. So we started my nonprofit um, about five years ago. We'll be six in probably April, but we started my nonprofit. It's called, it stands for RISE, but it's Resources, Inspiring, Success, and Empowering. We house youth and young adults 18 to 24. We also mentor youth and young adults who are currently in the shelter um, a lot of people don't know, normally when youth are in youth emergency shelters, they're usually w- awaiting foster care placement, or they can't go home, or they run away. So we go into shelters and we mentor them. We also have the first and only STEM program for girls in foster care out here in Fort Worth. It has been funded by Facebook and Lockheed Martin for three years. Hey. Yeah. Tab D. Hey. Tab D. What y'all doing for the medium adults, man? I'm a medium adult. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look. We got a list of resources. We're going to give you some And we're going to send you on your way. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, we do get people who are like, 
we go up to about 24, 25. So we mm-hmm. do get people that's like 26, 27. I'll be like, ah, why you didn't call me like a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> but we do, we do help them at least get to the resource. I don't just give them a number. Like if I give them a number to somewhere, I know the process and I know what they need to do to get the assistance right away. Cool. Yeah. So, would you care to uh, share any details about your journey as a black girl tech investor? (sighs) Okay. So, it has been hard. I work on the corporate side of the hospital system. Mm -hmm. A lot of our co workers, Caucasian persuasion are on the corporate side of the hospital system. A lot of our coworkers are very comfortable in the jobs that they have and they do not want a little black girl or or black guy coming in to take their job or to one of them. And then it's hard in technology because unless you growing, like as a person, you gonna pretty much get phased out Mm because even in my role in healthcare IT, the applications and the systems that I work in, every six months it updates. And if I don't update with it, I'm gonna be out of a job eventually because I'm gonna be too behind. And that doesn't work a lot of times with our coworkers, the Caucasians. <laughs> so it's been really hard. And actually, that's why I decided to actually start wearing my hair natural, right? It was really just to piss them off <laughs> and let them know, like, I'm not I, I'm not the one, the two, or the three, you know? And I'm just, like, I'm just like this with them. I don't, you know, cover anything. Um, I don't show up a lot of times the way they want me to show up. And honestly and truthfully, like, I love IT and everything, but my passion is in nonprofit work and, and nonprofit consulting. So at any time, and I've always felt like this about any job that I've had, at any time if they say bye, I'm going to probably be out the door before they get the the Y and the E out. They're going to be like, I'm going to be like, (laughs) you know. So that's kind of been my journey. Um, I do love the synergy that I get to have with other um, Black people in tech because it's just amazing. Like, I've been able to connect with um, so many people. Like recently, Savitra Wilson um, of Resilia, I've been able to connect with her and I followed her on LinkedIn forever. But that's the added benefit of being Black in tech. It's not too many of us for us to not cross paths, you know, and not meet up and not be in each other's face and be like, yeah, I want to work with you. Or it's not, it's not too many of us so we have to be together so yeah that's kind of been my journey hey yes loving it still loving the energy you got the energy all the way through man from from the get-go so as soon as you tapped in you was ready yes and watch i'm gonna go take a shower and be on my bed like (laughs) yeah so uh I mean, we're going to continue to to move along, but I do want to open the floor because we we got a lot of interactions with the with the live listeners. So yes, y'all. Y'all feel free to put some questions up. Anything y'all got to, See, you know, to say in. or whatever. Call About in. anything. Call oh, in. Oh, exactly. Matter of fact, you don't, if, if you wanted your voice to be heard, you actually can call in. 
Uh, KT, put the number up oh. there. Yeah, call in. We gonna we gonna ask Miss Renika any kind of question y'all may have. Any Anything y'all want to say? If y'all want to celebrate her, celebrate the beauty and the melanin and and everything that she has going on, and celebrate the nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> call in and speak your peace, or forever hold your peace. Now one seven five two four six three nine two. Once again, that's nine one seven. Five two four six three nine two. If you want to call in, ask Renika any questions. Any question, y'all? The, normally, y'all have to catch my calendar. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but come on, <laughs> get it, get it, get it. Why it's hot? You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> this this the highlight. This the highlight at Krispy Kreme right now. <laughs> okay. The light is on. <laughs> yeah. They, they scared. They scared. They. That's okay. They gonna be in my DM. That that's usually mm. how it goes. You reply back too late. <laughs> <laughs> too late. You should. You too late. You should light off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we keep the number up there, but down. Okay. Yeah. If they if they gain some courage, we'll I'll tap on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, Tell uh, Trina. Yep. Y'all see what Trina said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Better ask now. Listen, you got to catch that calendar. So, Miss Renika, how important is networking in what you do as far as nonprofit and the Black Tech Girl? How it's important super, is the networking? It's super important. Like, not even just networking, just having relationship skills, like being able to build actual relationships. Like, I think now our our form of networking, hey, Anita, our form of networking is like watered down just a little bit because people are trying to turn it into almost like a business thing, you know, where they make money for you to come and shake hands and stuff like that. But in all actuality, you should be having those same interactions in those same conversations and be that engaging wherever you are in the community. Because you never know who you're talking to, especially when you're in the nonprofit world. Like, it's not that everybody is your donor, but everybody is a supporter. So you should be walking around your own networking event. You are the networking event. (laughs) Whenever I'm somewhere, I talk to the person in front of me. I talk to the person behind me. I talk to the cashier. Like, you know, and some days I don't be feeling like talking, you know, I'll be like, I ain't, I ain't even going to get a pitch today. I ain't going to say nothing. And then I don't know if it's God or what, but that person will, I'll get up there and be like, hey, how you doing? They be like, I want to start a nonprofit, blah, 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 blah. And you like, I didn't even, do I look like nonprofit on my face? Lady, give me, give me my meal. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you have to stay ready. It's really, it's for real, for real. Because you never know who you're going to meet. Not even just to get some money out of it. But you never know who know who. Mm. Fact. That's a big fact. Mm-hmm. A gym. <laughs> Straight gyms out here. You know what I'm okay. Oh, man. Yeah, net. You know, networking is important to us too because you know what network equals. We all know that. We all know that equation. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Net worth. Hey. You <laughs> <laughs> watching right now? Hit that like button or the love button or any of them buttons you got. Uh, so you hit the, sh- the, sh- the share button, all the buttons that's on your. Yes. That you got in front of back. you right now. If y'all want me back, like this video. <laughs> they are. They already. They already asking for you back. They say encore, encore. They want more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. What? 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 We say the ultimate goal. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. What's the un- ultimate goal of Lincoln's powerhouse? Really, honestly, it's the ultimate goal is to see everybody succeed in a nonprofit space. It's to see black nonprofits get the funding that they deserve. Mm. It's to see everybody recognize that the people who are trying to run the nonprofits look like the community that they're serving, right? Because right now, these nonprofits that got the upper hand, these millions of dollars, they don't look like you or me. <laughs> Facts. As a matter of fact, they don't look like my mama or my daddy because they probably around my granddaddy age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so that's the ultimate goal is to just see an increase in funding for black nonprofits and a presence for black nonprofits in front of these funders. Oh, really? For sure. Love it, man. Uh, the lines are still open. Y'all call in. You know, 917 524 6392. Yeah, yeah. The lines are still open. <laughs> so, Miss Renika, how, how many times have you been a guest on a podcast? Um, only two times. This being the second time? This being the third time. Yeah, hey, third the third time is a charm. It's the third time. <laughs> listen, listen, the third time is a charm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and accept that indeed uh, invite to be a pastor. There you go. Look at God. Amen. What you going, what's your name going to be as a pastor? My name is a pastor. Yeah, pastor. Come on, you, you know how the black community, we do it. They have 17 names in front of, 17 titles in front of their name. So I'm okay. going to be the bishop Doctor, Reverend, come on, Reverend Guala meets world. (laughs) Go ahead, Pastor, take your time. (laughs) Wow, what's your favorite episode of 1409 podcast? I have two. So I love Jay Rich. I always love to hear her talk. I always love to hear her go live. I'll be on there when she have her bonnet on. (laughs) So that was my favorite one. And I just watched the one that y'all did with Travis. That one was a really good one. (laughs) He was definitely bold, boisterous, and blunt on that one for sure. Okay. He'll be like, you'll be like, what did he say? <laughs> mm. He kept it a thousand on that. Okay. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Would, you like, would you like to see on the platforms in the near future? Um, let's see. Oh, well, I would love to see y'all interview Savitra Wilson. Savitra? 
Yeah, Savitra Wilson, and then I'm gonna speak it into existence. I want y'all to interview um, Ronnie Brown. Y'all know Ronnie Brown of Girl CEO? Uh, I can't say. Okay, I go look up. Go look up, know. and y'all need to interview her. And I also want to see Tony DeCloza on y'all podcast too. I don't think I saw an episode for him. I want y'all to get Tony DeCloza on there. Those share, are people that I follow. Share their profiles. We got, we got them. You know, we okay. We we'll make it do it, do it, do it. Yay. How we do it, we do it, we do when we do it. <laughs> At the First Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> the first you know, Baptist. There you go. I got the hair shake for you. <laughs> the fourteen oh nine first Baptist. <laughs> With a bishop, Doctor Reverend. <laughs> you need that organ to come in. <laughs> yeah, bring the organ. In. <laughs> I can't. I can't just bring it like like that. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at? Next time, oh, I'm, look, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a new new organ player. I'm gonna, I'm gonna promote you to bishop, KT. You That's all right. We're gonna put it on Indeed. We're gonna find yeah. some. He, he gonna be the deacon. See, you need an organ player. Yeah, you I need, need an organ, organ player. player. And now, you, see, now you 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 got promoted to the deacon. You deacon KT right now. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You better come through with the organ. <laughs> Listen. 1409 First Baptist. What a bishop, the Reverend Balamid's world presides. Along with the associate bishop, Katie. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Y'all ain't think I can come. Y'all ain't think that can sound like that. Come with me. Listen, Listen you had it on point. On the fifth <laughs> point. Hey, what's up with today? Question of the day. The question of today, man, is what is the most important thing to learn about yourself? Um, that other people should learn, or that I should learn. You can take it from uh either perspective, but uh, I was going for what is the most important thing you should learn about yourself. Hmm. I think you should learn that you are ever changing, ever growing, mm. and that you are not in control of anything but your own emotions. <laughs> You're not in control of your life. <laughs> You can get control of your finances, but the world happens, life happens, mm. right? So, hey, all you can control is your emotions, your resiliency, and your reaction. That's it. That's all. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for real. For real. I don't even know. Look, KT, you you want to ask? I don't even know how to follow up. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> she done dropped so much gems. Like, dang. Gosh. Next segment. No, just <laughs> hey, what was the question for real? For real, for real. Uh, what is the most important thing that 
you should learn about yourself. You need to learn your limits. Your what? Learn your limits. Your limits. You go for anything, any limits. You need to learn your limitations. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Definitely. What you got? Man, y'all, y'all came through. I, I, let me think. Um, something that you should learn about yourself. See, you said that you in control of your emotions. You said your limitations. Um, I got one. Everyone needs to learn their purpose. Big facts. Big okay. facts. A, a lot of people, a lot of people be doing stuff that ain't in your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone has a purpose. And uh it takes some uh like y'all said, it takes a lot of knowing your limitations, knowing knowing to control your emotions to like get on that journey of finding your purpose. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Look at it, look at look at the 1409 First Baptist now. Look at look at him. What an organ act. What an organ Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. We see Joan Joni. Hey, what Joni said. What Joni said. Joni goes with the the, the ancient proverb of learn thyself mind body and spirit that is a good one hey shout out to Joni tapped in on YouTube and Facebook yeah 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 shout out to Joni Joni got the butt naked candles too okay yeah shout out to J Love candles you know what I'm saying you got them candles jlovecandles.com or put it in the comments so we put on screen I I believe it's jlovecandles.com I'm saying all type, all assortments of candles. They're the wood wick too, so that's a. No, thing y'all good candles. Right they got the crackling wood wick on. Yeah, see them, them bougie candles right there. Them the good candles. That's the all bougie, right. The bougie <laughs> candles. <laughs> I, I, I love the bougie candles though. Them them good candles right there. Mm-hmm. What she right. say? To, what what them things do? They burn for how many days? Not hours. Now you heard what I say? I say how many days? Hey, they burn for. Several days. I, I yeah. can't. Yeah, I mean days. Mm-hmm. Is it for, is it forty eight hours? How long, Joni? Oh no, 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 not 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 Miss Joni candles. They burn longer than that. Forty eight hours. They burn longer than that right there. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's jlovecandleco.com. There we go. There it is. See, look Four at her. She, she, oh, look, look at her. She, she gonna. <laughs> Miss yes. Joni don't play by her candles now. Okay. She's she gonna get you right. Four days. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We done had the question of the day. Miss Renika done came through and dropped all these gems. We done had the line open. None of y'all wanted to call in. But that's all right. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? 
We're yeah. gonna keep moving right along. <laughs> you know, we like to have a little fun at the end of the show now. We we do our segment this or that, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna ask you a couple of things. Would you rather this or would you rather that? Okay. You know, all in fun. You know, so these are hypothetical hypothetical questions, not really. You know what I'm saying? Not really. <laughs> you want people to call, you know what I'm saying? People be trying to pin stuff on. Well, you said it. Now listen, these are hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? What y'all yeah. ready for that? What y'all ready for? This is that. This is that. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come. Okay, so this is that. Okay. Houston or Fort Worth. You messy. <laughs> you being messy. Let go of that messy spirit. We just had church and everything. Well, well. <laughs> uh, I would say Houston. <laughs> of course. H Town. H Town. Already. Yeah. Man, I just had another one. I done forgot that already. For profit or non Oh, I'm biased. I say uh, non-profit. You said for non-profit? You I say non-profit. Oh, I thought you said for non-profit. I thought you no. To- <laughs> both of them. Because your non-profit can own a for-profit. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yo, so hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You just dropped another gem. Your non-profit can own a for-profit. Oh, look. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So the for-profit cannot own a non-profit. Nope. A for-profit cannot own a non-profit. A non-profit can own a for-profit. Would you mm-hmm. look at that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got one. I see oh. you over there on your on your dark red wine. What is that? A, a, a peanut? A, a what kind of wine is that you drinking? It's just a soft red wine blend. A soft, a soft red wine blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You rather your uh soft red wine blend uh scato? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the scato. <laughs> you got it right that time. <laughs> Normally the scato, but I was like, let me let me uh add grown real quick. Let me add grown. <laughs> Pinkies up, pinkies up when you're drinking that right there. Pinkies up, pinkies up. (laughs) Already. Uh, You got any of that for us, Miss Aniki? Um, My bad. I'm thinking I got got my last guest mixed up with you. You okay? I know my name. (laughs) Well. Um, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So, uh, Clubhouse. Or YouTube Live. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I gotta go. He's gonna say YouTube. Oh man, see, I thought I was gonna be Devil's Advocate because I was gonna go with YouTube Live too. Because uh, I don't want to leave the Android users out. You know they can't get on Clubhouse yet. <laughs> but we want y'all to subscribe to this page though. So you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and hit that subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
You know, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Hit that bell. Yeah. Oh, so. uh, I got, I got for you. What I got for you? What I got for you? Crawfish or crab legs? Oh, that's a good one. What kind of crab legs? Yeah. Oh, crab legs. Oh, no. Oh, probably crawfish. Crawfish. Hmm. Yeah. That took me by surprise. You know the new hot thing is uh especially here a lot of seafood places just opening up like the tasty crab or the crab shack. They just popping up out of everywhere. You're like, bro, ain't that much seafood in the world now. Somebody is eating some GMO. No. <laughs> they didn't come from the somebody, water. <laughs> yeah, somebody got some GMO somewhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we inland too. Ain't nobody out there fishing every day. <laughs> ain't nobody crabbing every day. Y'all have snow they, be crab legs. Here, they be up here with crawfish. I'm like, mm, where'd you get them from? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't buy we ain't buy no water. <laughs> See now, I'm I'm East Coast, but it's more like deep south where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So a crawfish might just crawl out the ditch. You know what I'm saying? You okay. just pick that up, pick that up and go ahead and <laughs> get right with it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess what? What's that? That gives you a. It's like running into the next note. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) What was that? 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 Hold on. I I, got to get a better one for you. Y'all weren't ready for that. Uh, y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> All right, carry on, carry on, carry on. <laughs> y'all got any other this or that? I can't really think of nothing right now. But yeah, uh, I think I'm this or that out, man. I gotta go to crap. Yeah, I, I had that one. I, I had that one. I can't do the crawfish. That's a waste of my time. Oh, I want to ask this question to both of y'all because I want to settle this. The chicken sandwich game. Who's talking about food? The chicken sandwich game. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, Chick-fil-A, the Jesus chicken. Mm. Oh, y'all gonna go with that old Louisiana fast. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> that Popeye's chicken sandwich was overrated, man. Listen, so- I had it before it was popular and it was nasty. Hey, it hey. was nasty. They got, they got that fish sandwich now, though. That ain't nobody talking about that. Hey. Love that chicken from Papa. You feel me? <laughs> they breasts be dry. They biscuits be dry sometimes too. I don't know. <laughs> Golden room of thumb. When you go to Popeyes, mm-hmm. you most definitely have to order a drink because you don't want to choke on the biscuit. Okay. You gotta put honey on it. You, you put some honey on it on both sides on top. What? You be all right. You be all right, man. If if you don't like honey, go ahead and just smear a little bit of jelly on that thing. Mm-mm. I'm gonna just stay away. I'm gonna just stay away. <laughs> now, see, I, I'm biased because here's what I think. I don't get into the hype of Chick Fil A. Like I know some people, they feel like they gotta have Chick Fil A. They gotta eat Chick Fil A. But I'm not that person. I'm not saying Chick Fil A is nasty, 
but I am not one of those person that or people that feel like uh I gotta get Chick-fil-A this week. I gotta have Chick-fil-A today. Like I'm okay with not eating Chick-fil-A. I had Chick-fil-A today for dinner. Is it was because like you gotta have Chick-fil-A? It was just like convenient. <laughs> like it was just convenient. No. See, I'm 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 one of them people like, but Chick-fil-A is never I'm gonna tell you, I eat Chick-fil-A when it's convenient. But Chick-fil-A is never convenient for me because the line is always fucking wrapped around the building. Like, I don't, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I'm not about, you know what I'm saying? The line moves expeditiously, though. I don't care how fast it moves. It looks terrifying. I went it wrap, to it's wrapped around the building. <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A and I got I got saved that I was sanctified. When they took my order, I got back hmm. What? By the time I got up to the window, I was Come on, saved. evangelist. And and filled with the holy chicken spirit. Mm, The holy what? And then when I rolled off that man, he told me, you be sure to have a blessed. From his Mm. spirit, his soul. He had a training tag on. I said, they got a training. Okay. Part of their training is ministry. You can't tell me no difference. Well, well. He said, you have a blessed. Mm. Hey. It was Jesus all up in it, all up in it. And, and, and you know they Chick-fil-A sauce made with the faith of a mustard seed. Mm. <laughs> I read the ingredients on that Chick-fil-A sauce and I saw the mustard seed in there and I say, ooh, these people got faith. They close on Sunday, y'all. They got faith. Okay. <laughs> wow, man. Sound effects. <laughs> Sound effects is in here. You I came f- in right on time. You you came in right on time. You learning. You learning. <laughs> we found a more soulful organ player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the spot like that. Okay. Here, here at the 1409 First Baptist. <laughs> hired them on the spot. I'm from Indeed. From Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) We got him from Indeed. We got him from Indeed. (laughs) Why did you say Indeed was a problem? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That need to be the outro today, man. But we going we going with the organs today. Listen, y'all need to get sponsorship for your channel from Indeed, okay? Sponsored <laughs> yeah. by Indeed. <laughs> yeah, make, sure, make sure y'all tapping in with Indeed.com. If okay. you want to work for the post office or you want to be how to pastor. Whatever you want to be. It's your doctor. I got a confession, y'all. I got a confession. Mm-hmm. I want to confess this before we get off. Let's go. The job I got for uh, my first IT job, a recruiter reached out to me. Where? Where? From Indeed. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no lie. <laughs> I met a scammer, but what, what the devil meant for wrong, God made it right. Well, <laughs> well. Got me that job off Indeed. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay, give it honor to God, who's the head of my yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pastor and Pastor fourteen oh nine First Missionary Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? Hey, well, we, really? <laughs> we just need to go and play this for the rest of the episode. Ain't he all right? <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and get them announcements going. Okay. <laughs> let's get these announcements going. Okay. Miss Renika Atkins, go ahead and plug in your business ventures one more time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Renika Atkins. I am the founder and the director of Rise. We work with youth and young adults. You can follow Rise at Rise and Inspire on Instagram. You can check out our website at weriseandinspire.org. I'm also a nonprofit coach and consultant. You can follow me on Instagram at fundwithrenika. And tomorrow, Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, tap into Clubhouse so you can win this grant money for our pitch competition. And then on Friday, early Friday, really late Friday, (laughs) 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, join me live for my Fund Out Loud event. And I hope to see y'all there. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> brother, brother KT, when you come through, you gotta come through with your with your best, with your with your, with your best as the organs play. <laughs> All right, you already know. You already know. You can find us. Always press record TV. Download the app on your Fire Stick or your Roku player. Download the app. Find us on Nobody Grinds Like Us Network. You know what I'm saying? Download that app as well on your iPhone or your Android. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Well. Spotify. Well. iHeartRadio. Well. Pandora. Talk Pasta. What else? What else we got? Anchor. Mm. Pocket Cast. Well. Dreamcast, <laughs> Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn, <laughs> all of that. You know what I'm saying? Three, four, and five. Find us on the platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, What's He Know Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at What's He Know Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at 843 Ambassador. It's both for sure. Well, you know me. It's the Bishop Dr. Reverend Guala Meets World. Come on, Pastor. Follow me on Instagram at Guala Meets World. Join the music ministry on all the music screaming platforms. <laughs> I ain't messing with y'all, man. <laughs> all right. It's the 1409 podcast, and we out.
Amen. Amen. Thank y'all. Thanks for having me. Really?